0: And we're done. back for another episode of the Honestly Helen podcast. Thank you for joining and let's get right into it. All right. Y'all ready? I'm going to get us started. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right.
1: You're
0: right. You're right. Come on, Eric. Eric has- Eric,
2: Eric, I'm babe, I'm kind of trying to take your two, two things at one time. So you, you have to do
0: it. In when you ready, Eric? Okay, <aimefoch> all right. Go. Okay, rebrand us. Welcome to the Honestly Helen podcast season five, Season
2: five already.
1: Congratulations. Hi. What's up? What's up? Buzz- how's, it, how's it feel doing five seasons? I think we're at three. So how's that feel?
0: Y'all only at three? It feels. <laughs> it feels like damn i didn't think i'd be at five already it, it kind of yeah. went fast. it's like five seasons in only three years so
1: okay okay well we're three seasons in three years so congratulations okay. to you
0: thank you, thank you. Oh yeah.
3: congratulations
0: thanks friends now before we even get into it there's y'all can't see them but there's three fine black men on this screen from the rebrand us podcast and if y'all want to introduce yourselves real quick they ain't gonna tell a different click you know
1: well the best looking one i'll start with that one with the best looking face and the <laughs> nicest voice my name is anthony goodson i'm the host of uh number two since we're on this <laughs> podcast today uh, podcast in the world <laughs> rebrand us you can find us on youtube you can find us on facebook from dallas texas Thrilled to be on with Helen, man. I'm always thrilled to be in Helen's presence. And just like everybody else, thrilled to be in, you know, to be in listening, uh, in a listening presence of Helen. So thank you for having me on the show.
2: Thank you. So my name is Eric, and I'm also from the DFW area, also part of the Rebranders podcast. Um, I will say this though, the two guys are middle aged, I'm the youngest out of all three of us. <laughs> so Little middle aged versus little younger Teneroni.
3: Not youngest, not youngest Helen, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm the, um, I'm the ace. Um, I guess the differential I said, I think I have the more coarse chest hair out of everybody. Um, <laughs> Representing her from uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh, can't use my government name because I think I got warrants out there in Y'all County. So we're going to keep it with that.
0: Valid. And I'm going to just say this because y'all don't know Ace. My man talks a lot of shit and half the time it's just shit talking. So don't take what he say too seriously unless it's good.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah. You'd go crazy trying to believe what I'm talking about.
0: Listen. it. I don't know. I I, Ace, I don't think he was there, but I think last time I was on the show, I was telling them that for a long time I thought the things Ace would say was real until (laughs) it took me a moment to be like, wait, he just bullshit. (laughs) All of
1: it. All (laughs) of it. (laughs) Only time you believe Ace is when he say something I, I was going to make a dirty joke. I'm not going to go there. Don't ever believe Ace. Just do it. There.
0: Y'all know this is this is uh rated R. There's no you can you can say a dirty joke. Oh I no,
1: I'm going to go rated X. So we're going to keep You that
0: it. too here. <laughs> okay, I ain't going to push it. I ain't going to push it. Right. Okay, y'all. Do you want to tell the folks how did I meet Rebrandus? How do we know each other?
1: Oh, that's a you know what, that's an interesting story it's because been
3: a, it's been a moment, huh?
1: It has. It's been a couple of years. Uh, yeah. it, it, I think it's a friend of a friend who had a podcast that she was on at, one, at that time and we met her. And, and uh, you know, I, I think I came on first, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I had all my friends, all my rebranded cat people, uh, audience watching it, and they all fell in love with Helen. There was like four people on the show, but they fell in love with Helen. And so, of course, we reached out and we did the smart thing, and we invited you, Helen, to our show. Yes. <laughs> we tried to, in a in a sneak way, try to get you to join our show. So that's that's how it worked. It didn't work, but we developed a great friendship. That's something we can be happy about. Indeed, yeah.
0: I
3: agree. I agree. Oh yeah, I was impressed by your uh, by the age and uh, wisdom. I like man. She's kind of young, though. You know, kind of handling herself like that, man. So She's pretty cool. Sharp. Sure. That's Thank what it is. You make her sound too old saying shaw. That girl Shaw. <laughs> do I make her
1: sound too old or do I make us sound too old?
3: Well, y'all, we make y'all sound old. too old. Because I ain't said shaw.
2: Not much, no. I like everything except the fact he owns a snake. Other than that, I love everything about that. <laughs> <it. laughs>
3: so if he gets loose, is it like snake boo-boo all over your house? No,
0: no, they okay. only boo boo when they eat. And he actually didn't even. I fed him today. He hadn't eaten in like a week and a half. Okay. So for
1: those who don't know, what does snake boo-boo look like?
0: His- his- I don't know if this is
1: the direction you want to take the show, so I apologize.
0: <laughs> okay, but Listen, they need to know about Taquan anyway. It depends on what they eat. Because Taquan is a baby, he eats what they call pinkies, which are like really small, small uh, mice. And so his shit is white and black because of, that's just what it is. But when they eat mice with hair, it's even more white than it is black because of the hair that's processing.
3: So since it's a snake, would that be the definition of sneaky shit? <laughs>
0: It would be the definition of some sneaky shit, cause they do be hiding, low key. Okay, anyways, enough about snake shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I Never amazing. thought I'd have that conversation.
0: Listen, so I wanted y'all on the show, besides wanting to have a great conversation, um because all three of y'all one are black men, but y'all are also married. And mm. I, for one, I actually didn't grow up with a lot of black men, black married men in my life, so I think to know three is actually kind of asinine for my own personal preference or my personal experience so I feel like there's a lot of people that probably don't know so I'm to talk to y'all about being married but before we start it off how do y'all define a healthy marriage
3: wow <laughs> you know what
1: I'll say it. it's, it's interestingly enough Eric is one of my best friends for the last 25 years ace one of my best friends for the last 20 years and uh they say birds of a feather flock together so if we start naming all of my friends i think either all of them are very similar me eric to me eric and ace uh we're all married for the most part some of them single but they're all the same kind of guys so i, I think that you know that's it's interesting that you would bring us together for that particular purpose now you asked a question what makes a, a successful marriage healthy.
0: successful healthy
1: healthy marriage healthy marriage I don't know that i can answer that right off first i let them say it but i think that having you know the right crew that you have around you is is the Mm. first part of it because that that makes you uh who you are makes you a stronger person it's very important that you have the right people around you so that you can so that you can uh you know like for for example i can go to eric about everything dealing with marriage because he can kind of give me some uh some some healthy advice even i don't and not to throw his marriage in there even if he's having issues with his marriage he can always give me healthy advice with mine. So that's the beauty of having good strong friendships like that that um you know that you that, you know can make you
3: stronger. I like that. Okay. That's pretty good, man. I like that. I, so um, I turned that around. Yeah, I know that. Um, I think uh definitely for one, um you gotta throw the um the phrase uh 50 fifty fifty out the door. Mm. I think it has to be hundred hundred.
2: Yeah.
3: Um on, hey. you know, yeah, fine right. from Fine from both ends for both cylinders. As far as everybody giving an effort, yeah, uh, working uh, toward, and then uh, coming back to what Goodson was saying, um, definitely your circle and stuff like that, because um, you can you can hang with the wrong people and have you feeling a certain kind of way, you know, about what you got going on. But when you around other positive married men, um. It's cool. Like in my circle, even outside of my brand circle, all my friends, we are uh, positive black male married men. And that's the cool thing. You know, we go out a lot of times and it will be like a group of ladies, you know, and things like that. And we all confident in ourselves. Like, hey, you know, I'm married. I'm sorry, you know, yeah. and keep it moving. You hold
1: each other accountable. That's the beautiful oh, part about like and
2: that. Beautiful. And I, I would say. For me personally, I think expectations, and I think social media like do expectations um, in regards to a, <clears throat> a healthy marriage. Do not gauge your your marriage or relationship based on anything you see on social media. At Everybody put highlights Ooh, on good. social media, or they lie on social media. Uh, they don't put those hard times and those different conversations like that on social media. So I would say, mostly um, from an expectation standpoint, I would say that create that with your spouse. That's mm. What this is like. Um, so I will will go there first with it Wouldn't y'all say that the,
1: and I'm not trying to take over by no means, but just staying in that topic, wouldn't you say fellas that the strength of a healthy marriage is how you handle the weakest part of the marriage?
0: Oh,
3: no, he didn't. Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can can see that. I can, I can see that.
0: Okay. Expand. Well, before you even expand, let me just say, I am, I am appalled and bamboozled, but in a great way that y'all have a like I didn't even think about really consciously about how important a friend group is in a marriage for men but to hear like that is to hear that y'all actually have other friends that are also successfully married and I just said I I can count on one hand black couples I know that are married that I grew up with so that is God dang! I just don't know the right people. That's what y'all telling me. <laughs> right, I, <literally.
3: laughs> they, they just ain't got to where they need to be yet. That's what that is. No,
0: I gotta change my side. Okay, but that was that was a beautiful point. So, Anthony, you had said that a part of healthy marriage is knowing how to handle the weak points of
1: it. Absolutely. You know, you you are what's the what's the saying? Uh, you're only as strong as your weakest link, and that goes for marriage oh. too. So, if you get into a marriage, and this marriage, you, you know, when y'all are arguing all the time or argue whenever you do argue. How do you handle that? Are you cussing Mm. each other out? Are you physical, physical with each other? Do you cheat because now you're upset? I mean, how do you handle that? So I think it's very important for you to, you know, handle that properly. And, you know, that's where respect comes because anybody can have fun in a relationship. Anybody can go on dates in a relationship. Anybody can have sex in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But once you're angry, angry with each other, how do you handle that portion of the relationship? To me, that's the most important part of the relationship.
3: Yeah, you can't be cutting deep because you have to. Um, there's a trust factor there, and you know, you don't want to, so you can't get mad. Be like, That's why your grandmama was a burlesque worker in New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) Say, man, I
1: told you that in confidence. I can't believe you brought that
0: up.
2: (laughs) No, for real, this is true. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. And I, I, something that I learned in my last relationship, um, was how. Lethal my mouth is when I'm upset, especially when I have already tried to be an adult. I've already tried to be mature. I've already come at you from a respectful place, um, but then I realize like it only takes one good. I feel like you playing in my face for me to. I ain't gonna bring up your grandma, but I might. You know, I might talk about how you just asked me for money last week, and you talking a little too big right now. Like, you can't. <laughs> you so I, I, I have a mouth. Like I know how to cut a man deep. Because I I just was I grew up with people that were very I verbally abusive. So I know how to say things that's gonna get you ready to get you. And I'm gonna just look at you like, but I wasn't wrong.
3: Yeah. So Yeah. And that's you
0: know, mama.
3: I was saying, I think one of the uh keys is too, because like me too, I grew up uh very uh verbally abusive, you know, atmosphere and stuff like that. So I definitely not tell people all the time, you take it too far with me. I talk about your dead great great grandmama like whatever it takes to make you cry, I do it, you know, and I don't regret it. Thank but um, I think one of the key factors, one of the main factors that works a lot, is um, just the simple word "okay." Mm. Just use it with different tones. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I okay. What,
1: okay is a rough one. Okay. <laughs> I see. Okay, you don't talk it through. Okay uh-uh. makes. One makes both parties mad, and, and the okay part the person who says okay he's even more frustrated. But
3: shit. I didn't talk about your great grandma with the one lady. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, but you you waiting? You uh, Okay means I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about your your dead grandmother and your dead grandfather later. Right now we're <coughs> gonna
2: hold off. See, I think okay it's okay to say okay if if, if both people know it's a pause and you're gonna ah. think another, another if it was okay, like oh, I'm just going about your business. Okay, it, it can definitely fester and become bigger than like it has to be at that point. But I think okay, it's okay to, to to say okay if it means pause right now We'll pick it up later.
0: I I can agree with that. I, like I see, right that. you know, like I'm gonna say okay, and I'm gonna look at you, and you say something else. <laughs> Don't be upset by what I say because I said okay. Cool. <laughs> you want to be funny let's be funny
3: talking about I mean, why yo why yo ain't got a full goatee <laughs> you know? and
0: listen, that's how that's how i talk I, and i say it just like that so we're not going to talk about how your grandma was on easy but oh <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
0: I, I feel you i feel you um but i think just that is, i think that is beautiful that you pointed that out because with any relationships i think that is something that we overlook that we are only as strong as our weakest link so even in a friendship if one of your friends is not pulling their weight you really start to feel that because you're the anchor you're like damn this shit getting heavier and heavier and like you're not even off so i I thank you for that's a that's a very valid point very valid point
3: well what about you what you think i like the from the single standpoint
0: what what defines like a healthy marriage
3: yeah what do you think
0: i would say i say communication but when i say communication i mean like really comprehension I think healthy marriage has a lot of comprehension, but it's also you being loved how you want to be loved. Mm. I think we fuck up a lot because a lot of us get in relationships. One, we don't know how we actually want to be loved if we've never received it. So we are still figuring it out. Or two, we know how we want to be loved, but the dating pool is ass. So when you get somebody, if they're not doing everything, you'd rather just struggle bust it. Then be like, you know what? I'm gonna be single until I can find somebody that loves me. Because my last relationship did teach me it's harder to teach somebody how to love you than finding somebody that speaks your love language already.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 See, the love language thing is a tough, it's tough because it, I, I may not, we, if we don't speak the same thing, like for example, if you love to be what is complimented and I'm not good at complimenting, that's just a tough thing to do. It's, it's hard for me to jump into that. Into that exactly. I'll tell you one thing that we talk about this all the time, me and Eric and, and maybe me and Ace, uh, but respect. If I had to pick the number one thing in a relationship, I'd say respect. People say I communication do. all the time. Communication is great. Don't get me wrong. It's like, it's, it's the goat of relationships. It's in the top tier for sure. Just like understanding, understanding is as well, but respect is number one because if you respect me, a lot of stuff will be eliminated. You know, you can't cheat on someone you respect. You can't physically abuse someone you respect. So all these things come into play once you respect them. And then you start getting things later on. Love is great, but I can fall out of love. You know,
2: see, see, respect is a man's love language altogether, though. You give a man respect that like, he talks just love all day right now. So
0: So okay, how does a man receive respect though? Because I feel like I feel like in today's and y'all obviously y'all come from a different generations, so maybe it's different. But this generation, I feel like people don't know what respect is because people feel like they're entitled to, they're entitled to without having to actually show respect. So they expect to get good customer service, but you're not being a good customer. You mm-hmm. out here, right. being aggressive. With you. you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this generation just expects you to be nice. If you come into my establishment and you got to add to, I don't know what the fuck I want. Don't rush me. And then you want me to help you? Bitch, you right. better get out of my face. Girl, I was <laughs> <girl. laughs>
3: hey, thinking. Uh, line at the grocery store. The boy trying to say, bag him, bitch.
0: so I feel so how how do men and also well yeah how do how did or let's let me take it back how did y'all get or know that your wives respected you like what do y'all can y'all speak to that and was there anything about their behaviors how they interacted with you where it's like okay I can tell my I can tell you man
3: um kind of take them clothes off slow and seductive (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not a not a rush job
1: we're about to get into the rated x part of the show <laughs> we can get into. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: okay no it's just um i i guess it's just acts considerations you know um you know like is the little things like um i don't know your favorite you might just and i mean this is very minor but minor things are big um uh, you come home and like your favorite drinks in on the counter oh i knew it was hot on third day and stuff like that You're like oh dang you know you thought about me. it thank you you know or, you know think all how uh it could even be like how somebody carries they self mm. like uh like uh so me Appreciate. and my friends we go me and my friend we go out uh the married couples we go out together you know we go to different venues and stuff like that well we kick it And our wives go elsewhere and kick we don't all sit up on each other but the respect part is i'm not worried about my wife being way over there where i can't see in this establishment because i know that's my wife and i know she's going to conduct herself in a certain way and vice versa she ain't worried about us you know we'd be places where uh lava cantina her in uh dallas if you ever heard you know uh with las colinas the dress code, I mean I think they kind of changed it now, but the dress code used to be like most of the women just got on heels and thongs with see-through dresses on. Mm-hmm. And you know, but you know, our wives not sitting there, you know, in our face like this. Yeah. But they understand, like that's a group of married men that respect us and we respect them. So it, it's a lot of different uh faucets to respect. Yeah. Can that be can that be one of the words? They faucet yeah. to respect, but those are just kind of okay. some examples. Okay. And don't forget okay. the big piece of chicken.
0: The big piece of chicken. Like you got to get served that
3: big piece of chicken? No, you don't listen. How to get served big uh, piece of chicken? But just consider it for the big piece. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> listen, the people need to know these yeah. taking notes. Ace, they ain't gonna know which one you being funny about. Like when it's they go
3: funny. when they going through the box, they like okay, here go junior, here go baby girl, here go baby <laughs> girl. Oh, that's daddy piece. Okay, you know. okay. Gosh, I, I, I can I can get
0: behind that. I can get
1: yeah. behind that. Mm-hmm. I give you another one, and I like the way Ace took it because. You know, that's one way I wouldn't have thought, but that's something that you just assume you get. Right. So some, yeah, some levels of respect, you just assume you should get. And even if you don't get it now, that's where that Tyler Perry 80 20 rule come into play. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, uh, they're saying stay in your lane. is, is it, it works in every aspect of life, work, your neighborhood, wherever. But it definitely works in your household. Stay in your lane. When it's time for me to do the job, you allow me to do it. Don't, don't I don't need you to come over here and tell me this is a man's job. I need to do it. If I didn't do it, I didn't feel like, you know, I had a certain feeling about that myself. But, you know, you stay in your lane, I stay in our lane, and sometimes conversations need to be had so we can understand whose lane is which, of course. Right. But right. I think staying in your lane, because once you start getting, your britches started to get too too big as a woman, now you've disrespected me as a man. You know, That's when issues me. are happening outside, I gotta go outside and I gotta say something to this neighbor or to this whatever. Now you don't go out there, you let me handle it. You know, so I think that you have to stay in your lane, understand what your lanes are, and just like you know, some things you can go when you're driving your car. There's a fast lane, a middle lane, and a slow lane. In a household, I, I I control all the lanes, and I dictate who's in it. Each sometimes the kid have to do things that the wife didn't don't do. So you know, it's that's where respect comes into play for me.
3: Tell them Ike. <laughs> <laughs> I would
1: prefer Joe Jackson.
2: Oh okay, well, much much better, but okay. Uh, I would think for me. One level of respect is kinda of what you said earlier about the communication piece and in, in regards to like sometimes respect is just listening. Sometimes respect yeah. is how you talk to me. You mm. know what I mean? So you can you can say what you want to need to say to me, it's just how you say it to me. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah. It's just, if if I'm not matching your tongue, and you yelling, then you bring it back down. That's respect to me. You know what I, I mean? So I agree. So, That's
3: yeah. <laughs> so
0: it's it's to you, not at yeah. you.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly and then good. uh to um uh you know even with the communication piece like you said I think the big thing too is uh listening to actually listen
0: yes not to respond
3: yeah mm-hmm. you know and that, that's a that's a big uh piece and uh Anthony I ain't trying to correct you but like you saying if it was something you got to go handle it you stay inside it I don't know we might have to be a team How do you <laughs> How many niggas this dude? We talking about? Get in the car. Get in the car. These niggas were real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I was kidding. Like, I was kidding.
3: Let's go. Like drop. Like girl, you see how hard he hit me? Push that.
0: You don't just sit there and wall me. You um, know this man do Taekwondo on the weekends. What are we finna do with him? You
1: know? pull up and you see who it is. You're like, baby, it's going to take two of us, okay? <laughs> Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to say, I need your help fighting this cat right
0: here.
3: Oh, God. God. I'm to go pick up your brother. We finna come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was something you had said, Anthony, about uh, a woman's britches getting too big, and I want. <laughs> to Touch on that a little bit because i do feel like i was one of those women too now we i don't know if i touched on y'all show or on uh talking wellness but women i feel like we do lack a level of understanding on how to communicate with men and how to act with men that allows a man to be a man so there's a lot of independent air quotes women and so you get in these relationships and you want to be an independent woman in a relationship which was my mindset before um, the, the mental fuck up that happens though, is that most of us get women that don't, don't give us enough security to make us feel like we can put certain responsibilities down or that we can't let a man be a man. And instead of us being like, oh shit, I'm kind of doing too much. And I'm always having to check this guy. I probably need to leave this relationship. We stand and it gets toxic. And then we start, we start disrespecting the man because now our mouth gets slick. Now we start saying you a bitch because you're not doing X, Y, and Z. When in reality, y'all just not equally yo, like this man is not your man. He's really not. He don't care. But I think if women as a whole just understood the phrase, you get more, um, where is it? You get more with honey than you do with shit. And that really, I think that applies more so to men. Like even when we want to get out of pocket, it's probably best to take a step back and as a woman, I'm a woman. Like if I wanted to take the trash out and he didn't take it out, there's a better way of saying, "Hey, can you take the trash out?" Then be like, "Damn, nigga, you don't see this trash? Like, it's just yeah. in. You don't see this dirt? You don't see this big ass? Like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to let women know, like, hey, if a man isn't being a man, he's probably just not the man for you. Because I've also been told that y'all know how to show up when you want to show up for the right person. Like oh, when yeah. you meet somebody, you want to be a man." you're going to do that. But if you meet somebody and you're like, ah, she just, she it is what it is, then, you know, y'all y'all move a little differently.
3: That's pretty accurate right there uh, <laughs> in that situation uh, right there. Because, you know, I, we all seen it, you know, somebody into a new relationship, like, damn! You know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's, that's I think that's, that's very accurate. Uh,
1: you, you know what's funny is, like, I don't know if men do this as much as women do this, but you have to know you have to be one person in this relationship. You you got to either be old school or you got to be new school or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So you can't expect for me to do it this way. Wh- you know, it's kind of hard to explain, but I, I think see. sometimes, like, like, you can't expect to do all the stuff. First, first of all, women today are different. Y'all got mm-hmm. jobs, y'all got degree uh, de- education, y'all mm-hmm. got independence, y'all mm-hmm. have more than most men have in most cases. So that's you know it's tough for men to kind of compete with that. You know what I mean. And then you cut, especially if you're 30 years old, you haven't. What are you hell about? 27, 27 yeah, 28 ish. I, I wasn't trying to tell your actual age, but you're oh. around that age. And then you're 30 maybe 35 you get married and you've had all this independence up until 35 and now you got to come in and you want a man to do some of the stuff that you couldn't handle as a single woman and that's the stuff that he wants to handle and you know it's just going back and forth and then you want to you want him to be like your granddaddy to a certain degree but at the same time you want to take over some. Of the, it, you know men don't we don't understand all that all that is a headache for us let yeah. me take out the trash every time let's be consistent there let me pay the bills or whatever i do consistently Let me, uh, you know, decide, you know, what Internet service, whatever the case may be. And then you have your roles, you know, going back to the stand in your lane part. But when you start flip flopping all over the place, I don't know where you want me to be. You don't know where you want to be in some cases. And then all of a sudden now we just have a big, huge misunderstanding. And you may be missing out on a great God simply because of the misunderstanding. And I'm not even sure if communication can help that. I think because you have a, a understanding of how you want it, a desire, because we both get in relationships with two different desires. And then all of a sudden, uh, once it's rocking and rolling, even though you may communicate, I still have a certain perspective that I that you know that I was looking yeah. at the whole time. So, you know, relationships are very tough. Communication has to be had for sure. Understanding has to be had for sure. And I think that if you understand you, then that'll you know tell the direction that you should be going
3: in this relationship. That's it. Knowing you, uh, you know, because you got a situation like hell. And I don't know if I've ever told you, but you know, like uh, my wife is my first relationship.
0: Oh wow! No, okay.
3: Yeah, and uh, so one thing. Embarrassing. That's
0: impressive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's embarrassing.
3: <laughs> I embarrassing.
1: Okay. It was- See how differences
3: come. Well, it, well, we have to know. You know, you have to know yourself. So. Uh, I know I'm a jackass, I know I'm an asshole, you know, and you can consider it that. But uh, before my wife, I purposely only dealt with um women with like a lack of morals yeah. and self respect, purposely, <laughs> you know,
0: loosey goosey, yeah,
3: yes, you know, purposely girl. because um, I never wanted to have a relationship, mm. but
2: you, you know? knew that.
3: Yeah, and I and I did so with well, my uh, wife. As far as us growing and stuff like that, um, I literally not only just marriage, I right, I literally learned how to be in a relationship. Wow! During our tenure. Wow! Like, did you hear
0: that,
3: Justin, you hear that? You, said, you true, true. He said tenure. He Very did. Good. How long is y'all tenure? Um, twenty
0: together.
3: Twenty three married. Seventeen. Yeah,
1: very nice.
0: Very nice. What about you, Anthony? What's your? I, hey, I'm
1: talking all that noise, but my wife is really my first relationship. Now I had a kid by yeah. someone
0: else.
2: Okay.
1: I had a kid, but I didn't get married till I was 37. But I did have a kid, and I'm like Ace. I had a lot of. He said, "Without morals, I'll just keep it like that. If you have morals, you're just too much for me. I didn't want, I
2: didn't want that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't want that. I wanted something else, and so uh, I never really thought I was gonna get married. And my parents though see my parents you know you learn a lot by seeing what you see mm-hmm. and that's i'm going we'll to get to that later but my parents have been married 49 years coming up on 50. so you see a lot you don't you see the glamorous see, people on the outside see the glamour of marriage people on the inside don't you right. know even the good times are fun and you put that into your own relationships and family but the, the non-glamorous side is what i saw so my parents arguing my parents going through issues my parents mm-hmm. having financial issues, stuff that they didn't get, that didn't have anything to do with them as a couple. You know, I saw those things, and that really stood out to me more than anything else in a marriage. So I never really thought I'd get
3: married. Before.
0: Wow! And y'all are both married now.
3: Yeah, and my and and uh, it's crazy how goodson say that because um, it's funny how two people can get the same thing from two different situations. been married his whole life together. So my dad was married before I was even born so <laughs> so i grew up so i yeah so uh my daddy got let me see he got married in 72. he had me in 78 and then the next year he had my brother by his mama in 79. Was that and,
0: his wife uh
3: no okay so i grew up um and he kept me and my brother together so i grew up seeing my daddy and my brother's mama act as husband and wife and seeing his wife just be at home like uh, that's the lady that live in the house with me. Dang. And then just everybody else in the equation was just like little women that came along the way.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's, what's funny about your situation is that I grew up with a single mom. She didn't have a lot of men in the house, but I do remember every boyfriend she had because she didn't have a lot. But when I moved to California and I lived with my dad, it was similar to it's what you saying. My daddy had a rotation of uh, the same, he had the same women that he had been talking to for, and there's still like two or three, he still talks to me for like 20 plus years. My mama was a part of that rotation. Yes. When so it's interesting. I, I grew up with my mama and her shit talking most about my daddy. And I get to my daddy, he don't shit talk about my mama, but he don't respect the women that he dates. Like mm. he. He he ooh I look at my dad and I'm like Papa, how do these women come back and fuck you after you talk to them like this. I'm like, bitches be there. Are you <laughs> Don't just be there. So
3: that's cool. Wait, let me write that. <laughs>
0: um so that that is very interesting. That is very interesting. Now let me ask y'all though, how did y'all know y'all's wife was the one you wanted to marry, coming from a background of not even thinking you was gonna get married? was just out here living your best life and didn't even know what a relationship was to being married 20 plus years?
1: Oh, boy. You know what? That's a very good question. I've been asked that many a times. For me, you know, the the interesting part about it is when I found out that I wanted to get married, well, let me rephrase that. When I found out, when I realized that marriage probably was a better idea than being single, I went to, it's 2007. My grandmother had just passed away. Mm -hmm. And my uncle who lived with her, you know, he was a respectful guy, but he lived with his mom. And he was uh, 66 at the time, 65, 66. And me and him, we went to the, he and I, I don't know the correct English. We went to the funeral together. (laughs) He's one of them. We went to the funeral together and we sat next to each other. My sister had her boyfriend, but not husband, not who she's with today. Mm -hmm. My mom and dad and everybody was, and that's my perspective, was booed up. Except Mm -hmm. for me and my uncle who was sitting right next to me. And I saw him as lazy. I mean, not lazy, lonely. And mm. I saw me, I didn't see that on me. I was okay. But I saw mm. him as a lonely man, put his mother in the grave all by himself. There was nobody. And this is what I didn't tell you. He was battling with cancer and he died six, year, six months later. And I knew right then I didn't want to be that guy. So yeah. it, it, um, so it's funny because I still didn't get married for probably another you know eight, nine years after that. And then it took about two or three more girls that I dated after that to make me realize, okay, maybe I should get married. So when I, and, uh, you know, I fast forward to then, my heart is open, my mind is open, my spirit is open to marriage. And so I walked into a bank where my wife was working. I never met her before, I, and strangely enough, we had like 60 friends in common on Facebook. But uh, I walked in the bank and I saw her and I was like, all right, she's the one. I, I just knew it before I even spoke to her.
2: Wow. Ace,
1: I don't need you to open your mouth <laughs> on the stuff you and I talked about. <laughs> that's that, Again, that's the triple X portion of the show but uh anyway but i did i saw her for that first time and i said that's the one i'm gonna marry if she's okay and then you know she was okay when i talked to her and the rest is history
3: wow i'm not gonna open my mouth on it but i can say he's definitely a man of his word <laughs> <laughs> shocked me uh, it's a it's a i love that and, and nothing, okay. nothing bad at all it's just uh i just uh i remember talking to him i remember he was excited I, I don't said, know if I want to
1: use that word.
3: You he, said, said. he said, "I'm a man." i like, yeah, okay, all right. This <laughs> like I know, i like, "Take
0: <laughs> so You said it. You meant it. Uh, yeah.
1: You know, I got another thing. I, I had a single woman to give me some advice. Worst advice she ever gave. She said, "Why is the men always just drag women along two, three, four years?" Sometimes they marry him. Sometimes they don't. Once they know, why don't they just marry him? And that's stuck in my head. I let that mess with me. Stuck in my head. I got married in less than right now a year after I met my wife. So bad decision. I shouldn't have done that. And I'm not saying I shouldn't have gotten married. But, you know, for those listening, be, be sure good. to wait. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, Ace, how did you how did you become married when you was a man of the streets a little bit?
3: Um, he was a church boy. He all talked. Yeah, I only I used to only mess with first ladies and uh women musicians. Uh,
2: <laughs>
3: women
1: women musicians. Yeah, I had I
3: had a specific to specifically say that. Helen is it
1: in San Francisco,
3: it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, clear about
3: so, the Her favor, hey now. Hey now, hey.
0: Yeah.
3: But um <laughs> I would say um the cards were, you know, uh right and um I can't I was like overly highly impressed, you know, uh, you know, and that was like my first time actually having that reaction. Like I'm sitting there chilling on my business. And I looked over I was like, God, damn, who is that? You know. And um, so it's one, it one of them kind of situation. Then it's kind of like, you know, kicking it for a while, then just like, you know what? I'm still. I, this is what it is. I was still impressed after a while.
2: Mm.
3: But, you know, my my uh being impressed level was kind of like thirty minutes. Like, oh wow! And after that, like, yeah, yeah, you know.
0: Okay. So she made an impact. She made she made a, a good impression and continued to.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. You know, I, well, what I'm saying, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to give the, Batman the, what's superpowers. The,
1: what's, the, what's the pause? Is it the still mm-hmm. impress or she made an impact? Wait, the impact the word. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, okay. I'm, um,
3: I'm an impact now. Shit. Uh, yes, <laughs> Shit. I put it like this. I can along those lines of what you said. How you got? Yeah, you are irritating. You're
0: irritating. <laughs> okay, got it. Eric, how lines. did you yeah. know? Your wife was going to be your wife, and it was time to lay down the marriage word.
2: Um, I don't know what Anthony said, this whole spiel or whatever. I had stepped out for a minute, but um, I'm gonna say this. Mine's probably a different. Um, and I, I, met my wife at an apartment complex before at the first time I met her, right? And so I kind of knew then that, like, okay, she's pretty special, whatever, and personality is great all this different things like that but i think i would never marry her honestly had i not in my opinion heard from god i, I like i wasn't trying to get married at that point i said by the time i was 28 i was to be married with kids all that good stuff i wasn't married 28 so i'm like i'm good i'm, I'm, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just smooth with it, you know what i'm saying so i was right. like okay cool cool so i feel like the spirit told me hey this is the one and i tell you what um she has challenged me in ways that nobody else in the world probably could. Uh, mm. just because I think marriage itself brings it puts a mirror in your face and it, it shows you your, your biggest rewards, your biggest flaws. And she does not have a problem with pointing out my flaws. Uh, so which is a good thing if if you can handle that kind of that kind of feedback, right? So yeah. um, just to answer your question just more frankly. I, I think I just have to hear from the spirit, honestly, I have to, I have to hear from inside. Um, but like I say, intimately and all this stuff like that, very attractive. From, I'm very attracted to her, lover, her, all that good stuff like that. But ultimately, I had to hear from God.
0: <laughs> all right. And how long have y'all? What's what is y'all's tenure? We had nine years.
2: We had nine years. This past Tuesday, actually. The tw- ah, happy
0: anniversary!
2: Yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate you.
0: Tomorrow
2: we'll do we'll that later.
0: y'all have such an interesting. All of y'all, even you, Eric, have a similar. Concept like you weren't looking for marriage when you found your wife. It was one of those things where it aligned. And what's funny is because y'all know women, y'all know we are we are raised to be wives. Like we are instilled, our main job in life is to have a husband, have some kids, and make the world a better place by procreating. So it's I find it so interesting to know that that's how women are raised. And I would say that there's most I would say majority of men are probably have similar mindsets. And y'all like marriage isn't the first thought. It's, it's enjoy life, have a good time, and hopefully you come across somebody that you know impresses you enough that you're like, you know what? I can do this, I can do this for, for a while. Um, so with that, with that kind of is that a little bit of a conundrum or opposite ends of a of the same spectrum, is there any like advice or words of wisdom y'all would give women who want to get married? And Either aren't married, or maybe are in. one when those uh, relationships you alluded to been with the same man for seven years, and he still ain't popped a question. Like, is there anything y'all could tell women that would help us bridge that gap of women being raised as wives and men being raised with not like that's not y'all aren't raised to be husbands. That's not a, a forefront goal when you raise boys to men.
3: Be, in America, we in be America. Wise, be wise enough. Be wise enough to know when you' wasting your time. Be wise enough to know when it's worth the time, even though it hasn't happened yet. Um, Delete all social media accounts because everything on there is bull. That's not reality. Uh, Respect your single friends, but evaluate all information Mm. from who it comes from. Because it's like, if I give you some advice and I'm talking serious, you got to kind of listen to me because I'm not serious that often. You know, yeah. so you evaluate where the advice is, you know, is coming from. Uh, listen Absolutely. to the old, listen to the elders, um, you know, look at somebody who you say, if I'm married, I definitely don't want my marriage to be like that. And look at somebody like, damn, that's a good marriage, mm. you know? And, uh, you know, and stuff like that, but just, just be wise. It's like, you gotta be given, but you can't lose yourself.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you know? Nice.
3: It's not, so it's kind of that fine line. You know see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, and I say this as a, a fall. You know, I have a 22 year old daughter. So I, you know, I, you know, <laughs> have the toast like, you know, yeah, give, but don't lose. But, you know, so you, you have to be very, uh, I think you have to know yourself, uh, know that you're enough, mm. having it or not.
2: Mm-hmm. Then
3: once you know that you're enough, then you can go forth with, uh, However, you' trying to pursue or whatever, but definitely, no matter what you do, don't ever, 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 ever propose to a man.
1: No, <laughs> don't do
0: that. no, that's a definite no, no. That
3: do goes back right in your lane. Yeah. In your lane. There you go. It's just because if if you a, if you propose definitely. to a man, you just kind of like uh, like you got this all big block about. of respect right here, and then you might well to chop half of it off like her. Well, you can have this part of respect. I'll just keep this a little bit right like, here. I have like
1: that. It's mm-hmm. like if a man should have seventy five percent of the power and respect in a woman. Uh, both we should have hundred percent respect. But if a man has a hundred or seventy five percent of the power and a woman twenty five percent, you just hand it over your other twenty-five percent mm-hmm. to him when you're proposed mm-hmm. on. you know I always say that I mean Eric had this conversation before that that um get you know first of all God let God you know uh Direct you. Marriage is really for Christians. It's for it's for people of God. It really is. Because if you're not married, or if you're not a, a person of God, then then you don't follow the rules of the you know of godliness, right? Mm-hmm. So the Bible, the Ten Commandments, the rules of marriage is all handed down by God, right? So mm-hmm. if you don't if you get married and you're not under that, then anything goes. You can do anything. Who's to say he can't cheat? That's part of is that part of this relationship that we that we created together, or is that part of the godliness that you know we got married under? But also I tell people all the time that, you know, get a good friend, someone who knows you well, your mother, your father, your friend, somebody who knows you well, and always ask them for advice because Mm. you think you know what's best for you when it comes to relationship, but you don't because you can tell me what you think you know or what you think about yourself. Oh, I like this. I like this. My favorite color is red, but I look at you every day and you got on blue. Your favorite Mm color is blue. So same with relationships, you know, you're like, no, nah, I want a man who's six foot two. Well, yeah, but you four foot one and you always hang around with Jared, who's five foot eight. So and y'all look good together. So, you know, sometimes it's OK to step and ask somebody, hey, you know, what do you think about this? And then they'll tell you because all this stuff works for the long run and the long run is most important. not the short stuff, you know, yeah. everybody dates and have fun at the beginning. But in the long run, this is who you've been your whole life, or at least as we've known each other. I think that you might want to consider, you know, this. uh, Look at this situation because this is not something you're going to like. You know, for example, when you go and date somebody, he's cute, Helen. Mm -hmm. He's the right height. He Mm -hmm. has no children, great job, six figure, you name it, everything. But when you go in his house and you notice every time you go in his house, he got this cup sitting on the table. And that could mean a lot of things. Maybe he hadn't moved the cup. Maybe he don't even know to
2: put the
3: cup on a
1: cup holder, you know, or or Mm -hmm. whatever. So that annoys the heck out of you. So If it annoys you now, it's going to annoy you later. He's not going to fix it. He yeah, is okay. who he
2: is. You are who you are. That's so real quick, though. What about, what, what, I don't know what the cup means to Helen, but she spoke to him to the right there. She's like, whoop!
0: She's, Let's she felt awesome. anyways, I was about to go on a whole tangent about that, 100%. And I think if I, if, I, if I had better sense and I wasn't so caught up in what he could be and what he was telling me he could be and what he was telling me he was going to do versus seeing what he was doing and how he was acting. Because that cut thing was when we were together. When we weren't shacking up and he would come over, his shoes would be everywhere. And I was like, you don't, there's not a place for you. So it was All even, right. there were small things. I was like, if I just paid attention and didn't just pass off, like, oh, like, he just don't live here. So he's you not know, thinking about it. And I was like, ooh, actually, mm-mm. I don't like this. It's already showing me some things, and I think that's a lot. Of, a lot of women we overlook those things because we think, oh, you know, it's only been six months. It's not. We can we can correct it later. Or
2: mm-hmm.
0: he does he does other things like he always cooks, but he always leaves his laundry out. If that laundry bothers you more than him cooking, it's gonna still be an issue in y'all's relationship. So I think it's very. I love that you pointed that out because that's a lesson at the table with me. Mean, like I can't let if it's a small annoyance, but it's an annoyance. And I say something and it don't get fixed, that I, I can't be cute and it's like, oh, let's just work through this. Let's just keep, I think mean, I'm too old to be correcting your grown ass. What yeah.
1: What Maya Angelo say? If someone shows you who they really are, believe. believe.
3: Well, yeah. she actually said, child. <laughs> if, uh, someone, if, if they tell you who they are,
0: uh,
3: you, you should believe them. <laughs>
0: yeah so I, I those are those are those those are all good pieces of advice and i i really do feel like as a woman there is more that we can do to show up for men in a way that makes a man want to be a man I think we're, and even like older women, I think social media has created this culture of there's always someone else. The grass is always greener. And I don't think there's a lot of women who were taught how to speak to men and not at men. I was raised by a bunch of women who spoke at men all the time. So I'm very good at speaking at men. And the beautiful thing about, I feel like I've been talking shit about my ex this whole time. But one of the lessons I learned with my ex is I identified that. Like I talked at him a lot. And probably, if I knew better how to talk to him, we probably could have worked things out. But it was too deep in me talking at him that I think at some point he he start he stopped respecting me because I wasn't respecting him. But I didn't realize that because nigga, you playing in my face, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> but I, I think as a whole, even when that happens, I think there's more power in a woman being able to identify that in a boy man and then stepping back because me, y'all learn about losing good women. So if
2: more good women less niggas, niggas would be acting right. Yeah, I don't know about that, Hillary. I don't
0: know about that one.
2: But let, let me say this real quick about something you said that kind of tickled me a little bit. Um what well, something Anthony's I, I think you brought up initially, but I'm gonna spound on it a little bit more just because I think expectations again going back to that, the little annoyances, you're gonna have those in marriages. So if you're mm-hmm. talking about a healthy marriage, you're gonna have those things that your husband or your wife does that just gets on your nerve. But there's mm-hmm. also things that they do well that you need to find those positives too, right? So you have to be a hierarchy, like what's important to you yes. versus what's not that important to you. If you got eight things that's important to you, that he does, and you got two things that are unimportant, you may evaluate that, it may be a good situation, right? But if you I got agree. eight of those, eight those nuances and only two of those positives, probably not the right situation. So that, yeah. that's one thing I would say for to women as you look forward into getting into relationships and the serious ones and maybe even thinking about getting into marriages. That's one thing you have to you have to evaluate definitely on a daily basis. And yeah. one thing my wife told me when she first when we first got engaged, she said, "I had to learn how to she had to learn how to be alone because for mm-hmm. so long she dated so because she's a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. That's her. so she had she had she went on a lot of dates and went on a lot of friends when she was younger. So she has to learn all over again how to love herself the way she needs to be loved and learn how to be by herself before she can actually give herself to me fully, right? Because mm-hmm. if, she, if she can't fill it up by all the other people, who's when she's by herself, she can't fill herself up. Now yeah. she can fill herself up, and that's how I think two whole people make a good marriage. You can't have Woo! a half person. Go
0: ahead. Say that one more time, Eric.
2: One more time. Hey, that's two little
3: people make a marriage yes you're right with that because i had to learn that um i was not going to be cast to play uh bishop don one in his life (laughs) biop
0: Ace, shut your face! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is happening? Where did that even come from? All right,
1: man, this uh, we I'm we just all
3: everybody talking everybody. about learning, you know, learning and stuff like that. I had to learn. I like, Ace, you're not gonna play him for his buy off. What's funny about but, but, you, you know, know
0: this? I was literally about to say that goes right along with Ace was talking about knowing yourself, and this nigga took it to a joke. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a <talk.
3: laughs> you have to, you have to know yourself.
1: You, it's you true, know. though.
0: it's true, and I think that but, goes. You with know what? Like
1: Speaking of knowing yourself, it's like that's a great point. And you said something else: the grass is not always greener on the other mm-hmm. side. Actually, you know what? The grass is greener until you move in the house, and then your house, then your grass start turning to shit again. Yeah. So oh, if you don't know yourself, maybe you the reason why the grass ain't so green
3: anymore. I got one so, better: it is greener until you get over there and realize that it's pesticide sprayed on. Not even real goddamn grass. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't really green. I <laughs> don't spray that.
0: That's good. Those are both very good analogies. About, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> dang, I'm gonna have to use that one. The grass is just pesticide, <laughs> and you just rolling in it, and now no, you all yeah.
3: oh, now baby. you just screaming up at the at the sky.
0: it's Roundup. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's turf. That's or it. you know they they looking at they looking at something that's fake. Uh, yeah, they seeing they seeing what's perfect. And then they not understanding when the camera goes off. That's not real. You
1: can't you know, keep it up.
3: Yeah, it's you can like keep it up can, in public. You, know.
1: you can keep it up on Thursdays, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday, it's tough to uh, try to keep that up. I mean, eventually your energy is going. You got to yeah. be real at all time and res- and love and respect mm-hmm. each other at all time, even at the lowest moment. Yeah. You got to be comfortable with watching family matters on Thursday nights, <laughs> you know, on on Tubi or something. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the highlight of your Thursday night. That's what we do. Because you know everybody is watching it at some point, everybody is having a downtime at some point. But you know, the pinnacle of, of a marriage is the people who live around you because that's normal. These are normal people, these are working people, non-celebrities, not on TV. Because the moment I become a celebrity, I don't know who I become. People say money change you. It don't it, it just tells who you are, but celebrity change you.
2: Yes, yeah, you know, all
1: of a sudden now everybody in the world wants you. Everybody in the world is yeah, throwing you. I mean. that ain't got nothing to do with money. That's all about you know access that you didn't have before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Beyonce like right now I've never cheated. I've never cheated on any girl I've ever dated, but Beyonce's never thrown it at me. Neither has Rihanna. But if it comes <laughs> Yeah, all of a sudden that celebrity changes who I really am, or at least exposes who yeah. I really
3: am. Hell I'm gonna be over there. Okay, this is part two follow-up to our show. This is after uh B threw it at uh good. So, how do you feel? Do We're you talking feel three divorce,
2: divorce. men. <laughs> <laughs> that Don't keep, mine. Don't keep, mine. Don't keep mine.
0: Tell them, Eric, tell him. Speaking cool. of marriages, not divorces, because I'm gonna be mindful of y'all time.
3: What we married, we ain't got nothing to do. Oh well.
0: Shit. I got- <laughs> What would y'all say for y'all's own relationship that you think could be a could be a general good health tip for keeping up, staying in a marriage? I don't, staying in a marriage sounds like it's a chore and it's a job, but like y'all have all been married over five years. Eric has just hit his nine, probably will be 10 next year. So you'll be in double digits. Like what is, what is some advice or some words of wisdom or anything that you think would be helpful to people about being sustaining your marriage. What's the right way to say? It? Y'all know what I'm trying to ask. But I don't you're know saying, how to. No, no, know.
1: That's that's perfect. You said okay. it. You said perfectly because I mean uh I mean for, for some people it's a thought, some people it's not a thought, but I think that what you're asking is what you know what you do to keep keep it strong or keep it yes. going but you know yes. um, and I'm going to give you a very cliche answer. You have to it's up to the men and it's up to the women. We have to spice it up, we have to date each other, we have to go on trips. Mm-hmm. We have to keep not keep it normal. It, Tuesdays can be normal if it wants to be because you gotta be human. but you know make Fridays not so normal. Make Mondays not so normal. Be spontaneous. you know be different every time, but be the same every time. Mm-hmm. You know you got it's a lot of work and it's a necessary work. It should be easy. It should be fun. Once yes. it becomes hard, okay. something has happened wrong completely wrong. So now you got to go regroup and let's figure out what's going on you know, on in this situation, even if it's counseling. Let's regroup. Or talking to someone else uh, that's not a counselor. Write someone else. So it's all of this. It's a lot of work all the time. You got to know it. You know, when you go to your job at the warehouse, you don't just ride a forklift. You got take boxes off, take boxes on. You got to scan this in, do it, all the stuff you have to do. Well, it's the same thing with marriage. You got a lot of stuff that you have to do and just be prepared to
3: do it.
2: Mm-hmm. but
3: that you incorporate those things to do as a part of your life so you make that just a part mm. of your uh of your life so he pretty much summed it up there just uh enjoy uh i think you should be your own worst critic and you should be able to look in the mirror and tell yourself there you you, fu- you fucking up you know um, and uh don't ever get old like I don't care what your age, like what number is on your age. Don't don't never get old. Don't never be like, oh, well, no. We don't want to. you know If you 70 and y'all want to go to a butt naked festival or something like that, drive up there. I mean, where are your drivers in the car? You don't want those seats smelling up. So, you
1: know? <laughs> you got to make oh, sure you're going to a younger butt naked festival. I don't want to see no seven-year-old.
3: Yeah Everybody looking like me. I ain't really good
1: to you either though, a young one. <laughs> my titties all me. I titties below her knee, too. Yeah. Everybody titties below their
3: knee. Well, you got to kind of get it in the middle. If you don't want to go too young. Then she like, young. they show us hung at that festival.
0: <laughs> Listen, be safe out there if y'all going to go to a Blood Naked concert. That's how we're going to say it. <laughs> Okay, Know so, where you going.
2: So one thing I will say, I learned this recently, actually, um, from another married person um i think Ace said something about you know marriage has been it's not 50 50 it's 100 this one this one lady said and i've been just trying it out this week and It's working out really well like some days she comes home with 20 of energy and, and her husband knows hey i need i gotta do this 80 percent, and they communicate with each other like okay i got you i, I got 80 percent today because you only got 20. i'm gonna do everything i need to, i need to do but it takes communication it takes trust it takes all these all these things to become that with that one person in that relationship right and same thing if if i'm coming in with a 20 she's coming to 80 Hey, can you do the 80 today now you know i need to i only got 20 today mm-hmm. and then some days you could be where i got 20 and she got 20. Mm-hmm. we got to figure out what we gonna do at that point but it's gonna take a lot of a lot of a lot of communication a lot of um respect on each other a lot of i guess compassion too right because mm-hmm. guess what i'm gonna mess up in the marriage i'm gonna mess up with my wife sometimes and she gonna mess up and make me upset and vice versa so we have to have a lot of grace and a lot of, a lot of compassion for each other. I think you and- can get those things involved in in in, in addition to what Anthony and a say. I think you have a good recipe for a healthy marriage. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of things going into There's no one one thing one miracle drug yeah. that's going to make, make your marriage healthy. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, and it can be difficult. But if it stays difficult too long, then you, I agree, Anthony. You have to do something different. But yeah, it, it can be difficult. and It might be hard, but it should be fun.
0: I saw that video too, uh, the, the being communicative about how much you can actually give
2: mm-hmm. in your
0: relationship that day. And I, I also like, I think when I get in a relationship, I want to implement that or try it because just thinking like coming home and being like, yo, you got, you got 15% of me, whatever you need, 15%, I'm here. And just knowing like, okay, I can't do that math. I don't know what that math is. I just, just said TN2. 85 Eight to five, like just knowing that they automatically know. Okay, I gotta, I have to make sure that this home that we're in is at an eighty, is at a hundred, and so I gotta pull most of the weight today. So dinner needs to be on the table. I gotta get the the house cleaner, or whatever it is, and I think just something that small could probably be so impactful to people because it's not like a conversation. You just walk in, I got ten, I got ten. It's like, all right, I already know what you want, or it's like, hey, actually, I'm also on ten. So what are we finna do? <laughs> we both need right. to cry real quick and then go, or somebody finna man up. And just take one for the team. And I th- I do think that. And you said it's working out, Eric? So far
2: so good. It's been helpful for me.
0: Good, good, good. I'm not married. But what I would say for people in healthy relationships, I don't think we talk about or build up our discernment enough. <laughs> I think we need to practice better discernment. And it kind of goes along with what all of y'all are saying. But more importantly, like knowing you. So if you are in a space where you don't know you well enough, I don't think you need to be dating. Not everybody you meet is special. I don't, I know somebody, child, gonna feel some type of way, but baby, we all ain't special, okay? You special to somebody, but you're not special <laughs> to every person you date. Like that's right. just, you gotta accept, you're not special to every person you date, you're not. And so I think really? if use our discernment and really like paid attention, those, those little green red flags, the microaggressions, we need to use our discernment to be like, you know what, actually, Mm -mm. I don't like this and I think if we use more discernment we'd be able to hear if God tells us this is our partner we'd be able to notice that this is our partner we'd be able to discern that this is not our partner but I just feel like we are in a world of confusion and everybody Mm want to be with somebody Mm -hmm. everybody want to be screwed up everybody's scared to be alone and so we get in these toxic relationships and then procreate y'all be having me fucked about procreating like shit just be toxic you ain't got to bring other people into the world with it
1: Oh yeah, that's real. I think it, it's <laughs> important to want to be in a successful, loving relationship. More, yeah. it's way more important to want to be in that than it is to be in a relationship. Some people just want to be in a relationship. Yes, don't just want to be in a relationship. Want to be in a in the right relationship, and yes. that's that's how you have a successful relationship.
0: I agree. And it, back to uh, point out what Eric said about his wife, like her understanding that she had to love her. You have to love you wholeheartedly. What we agreed on: we want two whole people in a relationship. But right. if you're not whole, please sit down, go see a therapist.
3: Yeah.
0: Talk to your friends. I I would very much suggest a therapist, though. I and that's not people.
3: a shot that uh, midgets. You guys are whole, so we're not talking. <laughs> about that.
0: It's, it's definitely not a shot. Little
3: people. Little you're whole people. in your own way. We, we don't want
1: honestly Helen to be canceled. It's oh, little that's people. right. I mean, that's for little you little girl. people.
0: <laughs>
3: Listen
0: Okay y'all Is there any last words uh, <laughs> About being married The joys of marriage The hardships of marriage What it takes to be married Before we close out the show With y'all's positive affirmations
1: Take your time Respect one another That's my last mm-hmm. two words Have y'all
3: don't fun. Want to be nice. Have fun and remember the money will never equal to the love. Oof, that's a good
2: one,
0: eh? That's
2: good. I would just say pray, work, and repeat, recycle. Um, Pray and work because if you don't have those two things, in my opinion, it it makes it much more difficult. Um, Because, like you said, the world's so confused right now, and prayer and discernment, all that stuff, helps makes clarity for you and your and your spouse and your house. So. prayer definitely brings on more and better discernment so
0: now just because y'all brought our prayer and this is really not a question to be in the show with but fuck it i'm broke because <laughs> anthony you had mentioned that marriage is really for christians because it follows the laws of the bible so what about other religions
3: uh, that's,
1: i mean i think i i said christians and I, even when i said it i didn't mean to necessarily go there i, I meant it's under godliness I think other religions can certainly have it because every, every religion has a God, right? Mm-hmm. And most religions have the same God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muslims, Is- Islamic people, Christian people, we all have the same God. And that God sent marriage down to each one of us. But nevertheless, everybody has a rule, a set of rules for marriage in every single religion. And so I think it's for those particular people. But I'm not saying it's, you know, non-Christian, non-religious people. They can get married too, but they have to have a set of rules and it has to be verbal. I think mm. They have to come up with the rules that they're going to have because they don't work under the same guidance that God sent. If they exactly. so they got to you know you you can't just jump in and, and and you can't jump in and out of relationships anymore. You can jump in and out of Christianity. Yeah,
0: you know, you, yeah.
1: You Kind of got to You can't pick and choose. So be consistent with it.
0: Thank you. That no, that was a beautiful clarification, gentlemen. This has been beautiful. Thank you so so much.
3: Oh, thank you, definitely. Thank you for me and us you. being here. Appreciate you.
0: Of course. Now, to to send the people off with the right juju, can I get a positive affirmation or a go to good luck, good vibe, bring myself up phrase that you say to yourself or you tell other people when you need a pick me up?
1: Look at Ace's face. I would, uh, I'll start if what Eric already knows what I'm going to say. I live by this. If what you see is all you see, then you don't see all that there is. Oh. And that goes for everything in your life. If what you see is all you see, then you don't see all that there is. And I just kind of let that fester. People can think about what that means to them. But that's my go to. That's a good
0: one.
2: That's right. For so me, it's real, I keep it real simple. Um, I am grateful for everything in my life because I, I feel like if you be thankful for stuff, you have less time to complain about it. Mm. So I'm just I, I'm grateful for everything in my life. Simple. That's, that's smart. Good perspective
3: there's two uh two that i like uh one is um you have to remember in the dark what god told you in the light mm. that that helps you that helps you get through so it's like you know you got those dark time you have to remember in those times what he told you in the light uh, and the other one that i always say is uh and uh shout out to uh et the hip-hop preacher um oh,
2: Lord,
3: never never let a good crisis go to waste never let a good crisis anything you learn from everything I don't oh. care if it's death accidents financial and it never let a good crisis go to waste you learn from it and build from it and that's a
0: good one that's it I wasn't sure he was going with that at first but I I'm, I'm here I agree with it
3: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know we, we thought people like, oh my God COVID-19 is the worst thing to happen world world pandemics like that but guess what Covid nineteen produced more entrepreneurs than at any point in time. You know, people wrote books that they were thinking about writing. You know, people wrote poems they were thinking about writing. Rebrand those podcasts. Rebrand podcasts. Podcast. You know, yeah. uh, and uh, things like that. You know, I even um, even in my own mom's death, I remember um, I was I, I was thanking God for the years He gave me instead yeah. of crying about that. And um, I was able to see the people that I was helping in that time, even though I know it was my mom, but I was helping other people deal with it because I knew how hard they took it. So mm. I like, yeah, never let a good crisis go to waste.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't think I've shared one in a while. My go to is always a closed mouth doesn't get fed because Ooh, I that's like that's a terrible. lot of times we get caught up in our heads about putting ourselves out there about asking for things. And yeah. so whenever I find myself being like, I'm like a closed mouth don't get fed. So yeah. if I don't ask to put myself out there, then I'm never going to know what is meant for me. And so that re- even like when I be upset and, I wanna, and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to talk about it. A my mouth don't get fed, bitch. Like how you gonna know you mad if you don't tell them you mad? Right.
3: Like them little uh, Ethiopian babies when they pull their truck of rice up.
1: <laughs> Helen, you can go ahead and, this is our last show. We, we won't be back. <laughs> <laughs> to
0: the A's. I ain't going
3: to have a fight. <laughs> hey, let, me, let me put the disclaimer. All crazy things said about the A's do not reflect. And do, not, <laughs> <laughs> do not go by the B of the Honestly <laughs> Helen Show.
0: That's it. It's a Rizzo. Go. Go.
2: She killed a hundred all day long If we ain't gon' be honest, then she done. done